You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. about the new sound and breaking the sound barrier. And I've, I've really, um, it's hard to share what he's telling me because I really don't understand what he's saying. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to read the word. I feel like he's going to unfold it as the word is unfolded. He's going to speak to each of you in the way that he wants you to understand what he's saying, what he's doing in this new season. One of the things the Lord has shown us over the last couple of years is to look for the signs, because when we look for the signs, we'll understand the direction he's going in. And we've talked about all kinds of signs. We had the couch anointing sign where uh, my couch wasn't going to be delivered before Thanksgiving, which... If you have a family with a bunch of people, that's a big deal. And I was like, no, Lord, it's got to be here before then. It came two weeks later, like months before Thanksgiving. I shared it at another church in Milwaukee. They had the same thing where they had things that were held up. They started calling them in based on that sign from God that things held up were going to be released. And they started getting theirs in. Karen shared one where uh, they were trying to get their heat fixed in the middle of our cold season. You know, it did get cold here for a while. And they said, no, we can't get you a heat element for two or three weeks. And she's like, nope, God, that's not going to work. They had the heat element that week and got it installed that week. God is showing us that things that have been hijacked are going to be released at the declaration of us saying that that is not going to work and agreeing with God to, to uh, unloose what is holding us up so we're able to move into the timing that he has. So we're in a season of signs. God has given us signs. Uh, there's so many of them. Uh, Josh and Linda were leading worship for us Friday night uh, at the uh, outpouring. And they had been sick. And I think I told you that some of this last week, and we talked about it on our class Thursday night, but they had been sick. And he called me Thursday and said, I don't know, we're sick. I don't know if we're going to make it. He called me Friday morning. And he said, we're feeling a little better, but the Lord told us we have to be there. And um, he said, so we will be there. And I said, I feel like your obedience will be a breakthrough for you. They came. Of course, Josh texted me at three o'clock in the afternoon. I've lost my voice. I'm like, great. We're just going to trust God because if God told you to be here, then God's going to work out whatever needs to happen. So uh, they came. They led worship. Uh, we had a, a, some breakthrough. But he called me twice last week. The first time he called me was because he was invited. They were just going to go to a young adults Bible study. And it was the last night of the Bible study. And they hadn't been able to come, but they decided to go that last night. And at the very end of it, he said, can I share for a minute? He said, both of my knees have been hurting. Does anybody have knee problems? So uh, they had four people raise their hand. God healed all four of them of their knees. And they had one girl whose one leg was shorter than the other. Uh, they all stood around and watched why let God grew her leg out. They had one young girl, and it was either her grandmother or great-grandmother. I don't actually remember that detail of it, but who had been in a coma. 
and they prayed that she would wake up. Starting on Wednesday night, she began to wake up. And by Wednesday night, sometime Thursday morning, she was fully awake. Those are signs. And uh, Pastor Jean had given us a prophetic word. It was in the fall of 2021 that there would be a healing wave that would begin to move across the earth. And I believe that what we're seeing are the signs of that healing wave being moved across the earth, which is breaking the pattern of sickness. It's breaking the pattern of uncertainty. It's bringing in revival. Uh, all of the young people that were at that group, uh, the church ended up saying, we're closing. You're going to have to finish up in the parking lot. And they did. They finished up this outpouring of God in the parking lot, uh, watching people get healed and, and people getting words and all these different things. The point is, this, this is a sign from God that there is a move that we can step into in just a moment's notice, in really just a moment's notice. And uh, we need to be able to hear the sound of God moving across our ears, our hearts, that little nudge that we feel, that, that little all of a sudden, uh, on my class on Thursday night, we're doing the spiritual intelligence. And one of the things we talked about, that many times God drops something in us, but, it, but the feeling only lasts, or the thought only lasts one to three seconds, and then it's gone. And God's inviting us to grab a hold of it, pull it down, and activate what he just showed us. And these are the signs that we're moving into is this rapid release from God in order to move in this momentum that he's in right now. And we are in quite a momentum. Um, and, you know, I was looking up breaking the sound barrier, what that was and watching the little jets, you know, they break it and you get the sonic boom. That's what's happening. We're, we're hearing a sonic boom of God. This roar, as we were talking about earlier, of releasing these supernatural wonders through the through the obedience of his people in order to activate this revival that's going on. And we're called to be a part of this revival. And I want to talk, I want to talk about the sound thing because we've, I feel like this is something we've got to get a little bit of hold of. You know what I also heard, which I thought was interesting. Uh, they were talking about the NFL, you know, the football league. We all know what that is. And they were saying that uh, it, it looks like statistically that 75% of the NFL players are Christians. Come on. Because we know that that hasn't always been the case. And uh, uh, so even last week we were talking about the number of Christians that are on the earth. And it's 30% of the world's population. Those, those statistics are a sign from God that we need to change our mind about what is happening around us. Okay. Somebody's going to agree with me today. Because <laughs> I am very excited about this. I believe that uh, I think we're in the midst of being stunned, awed, and in the wonder of God. As he moves through the earth using us in these 
what we seemingly, like Josh said, I just was like, my knees were hurting. And I just thought, does somebody's knees hurt? Because I don't think they're actually mind hurting. Just in the, the uh, really almost dumbfoundedness of ourselves, stepping into this action, actionable intel that God wants to use in order to shift the dynamic of wherever we are. Yes. Yes. I was listening to somebody the other day and he says, I know I'm right. I know I'm right because I've seen it. I can feel it. I know what God is doing. We've had so many financial testimonies about the shift of finances. We've had testimonies that, about houses. I mean, God is, God is doing wonders amongst us. And every time I see something that doesn't align with God's wonder, I'm like, oh, no. God's got a wonder for that. God's going to undo that. God's going to defeat that. Right? I'm going to read uh, uh, a little bit of Psalms 47. We, we read it in the opening, but I want to read it out of the Passion Translation. I hope I told you that, Noah, but I might not have. Okay, so listen to this. God arises with the ear-splitting shout of his people. God goes up with a trumpet blast. Sing and celebrate. Sing some more. Celebrate some more. Sing your highest song of praise to our king. For God is the triumphant king. The powers of the earth are all his. So sing. Sing in celebration of highest praise to the glorious enlightened one. Our God reigns over every nation. He reigns on his holy throne over all. So our job is to sing. Sing the praises of our glorious king. That is our triumphant shout is God is king. Our God reigns. And with that, he responds from heaven. We're going to read out of Numbers 10 for a few minutes. Because this, this is a shouting season. I may have to get you also to stand up and shout. This is a shouting season. I need for y'all to agree with my shouting season. And the enemy trembles at the shout of the voices of the people of God. Because he knows that when we shout, that there's response from heaven to our shout. When we declare the goodness of God, there's response from heaven. When we declare, God help me, there is a response from heaven. So when we declare and we shout and we cry out to God, the enemy is trembling because there is response from heaven that he is going to have to pay for. Because that is what the word says. And what do we believe? We believe the word. Whether we can see it or feel it, we believe it. And that is what our faith is built on. And that's what activates the response from heaven. Because we say, God, I may not understand it, but I believe it. And because I believe it, you're responding to what I'm declaring. And you're going to take care of what I need. Because God is good. And he responds to the cries of his people. Okay, Numbers 10. We're going back in the Numbers. We're going to read a couple of verses out of Numbers 10. And this is about the two silver trumpets that were uh, hammered out. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Make two silver trumpets for yourself. You shall make them of hammered work. You shall use them for calling the congregation and for directing the movement of the camps. So the trumpets were used for two purposes. Calling the congregation together like we are today and sending 
the people out. There are times when God is calling us together to praise, to worship, even intercede, warfare, whatever he's calling us for. And then there's times that he is sending us out. But he's sending us out because we've been built up, because we've, been, we've come together. We never go out alone. When they blow both of them, all the congregation shall gather before you at the door of the tabernacle of meetings. So when the, the trumpet was, the two trumpets were sound, sounded, everybody came running because they knew they were going to meet with God. When we come into the house of the Lord, we know we're going to meet with God. We're going to meet with God through one another. We're going to meet with God through the fellowship and worship. We're going to meet with God through the testimony. We're going to meet with God through the word. And we're going to go built up, armed, and ready to battle wherever we need to battle. So that's what's so important to not give up meeting together. We've got to meet together. And then in verse 9, it says, when you go to war in your land against the enemy who oppresses you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets and you will be remembered before the Lord your God and you will be saved from your enemies. Absolutely. That is good. That is a good word. And that's something we can put some money on the bank in, right? So when we, when we go to war and we sound that battle cry, it creates a reaction from God to defeat the enemies who have tried to oppress us. You know, it's amazing the power of partnership with God in the everyday and the things that we do every single day. The power of partnership to have victory at work, have victory in our families, have victory in our finances. We take the word, we sound it, and God comes in and helps us have victory everywhere we've been oppressed. Every time the enemy has tried to steal from us, he breaks down the stronghold. He agrees with us in battle so that we are not in this alone. We have a whole body. We have 30% of the population, 2 billion people that are declaring the name of the Lord. And we may not know all 2 billion of them, but what we know is when they declare it, God responds to his word being declared. God responds. Oh, I love God. It's, I'm telling you, sometimes when I read the word, I, I, I'm just like, God, I don't even know how this works. All I know is it works. And even reading this, I haven't read Numbers 10 and eons. It's, it's been a while. And when, I, when, when God said, you know, read that, I was reading it going, good Lord, that's what we do. We declare the word. We come together. We build each other up. We hear the word. We receive what he has for us. Then, he, then when the single trumpet is sound, which I didn't read this out of Numbers 10, what it does is it sends each tribe to their assignment. So we're sent to our assignment and God comes with us. And in that battle cry, he defeats what the enemy has tried to do to kill, steal, and destroy us. Yeah. 
And we look back on the other side and say, I don't know how you did that, God, but it was so good. It was so good. Do it again, God. Do it again. And that's why we share our testimonies, because we can feed off of the testimonies, off of the breakthrough that the everyone else has had. When there's healing, I can feed off that healing. When that uh, testimony from Josh of, of that, uh, f- those four knees being healed, we can feed off of that, God. So if you're healing knees, heal them today. There's, there's, there's a sign that you're healing knees. There's a sign, Pastor Jean got that word, that with communion will come physical healing. And I'm not going to sit back and hope God does it. I'm going to step in and let God do what he just said he was going to do. Uh, Gene was telling me, uh, he was listening to Bill Johnson, uh, I think he said this morning. And he was talking about there's prophetic words that you wait for. And there's prophetic words that you war for. And the prophetic words that you wait for, God is doing something for you. But the prophetic words that you war for, God is doing something through you for you. And so what we have to understand is, are we waiting on our prophetic words? Are we in a waiting season for some of them? Are we supposed to be warring for some of those words? And I feel like in healing, we're supposed to war for those words. That word that we got about um, there's going to be a healing wave. I have been warring for that. And we've seen healing after healing after healing. But we haven't seen all that God wants to do. The enemy is trying to keep us in a spirit of infirmity instead of releasing us in a spirit of life and wholeness. And we have to war for those healings. And sometimes warring is just doing what naturally sustains our body, is making that decision that I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to do whatever it takes to align my body with its natural ability to heal. And some of it is, is God, I'm asking you to supernaturally partner with me in order for me to have the breakthrough that I need in the physical healing. And sometimes you have to war for those things. I would prefer they all come instantly in miracles. And I've told God that I've been very clear about what my preference is. And God's like, that's great. And now I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm like, awesome. We'll let you have that liberty. But, but you know how you just, you want everything instant right there. You know, I want everything. Sometimes prophetic words, I get them. I'm like, yes, tomorrow, Lord. And five years later, it's a yes. And there's some, I'm, some I'm still uh, like, God, remember when, you know, but, but those things we have to know when to wait and when to war. When to wait and when to war. And over our healing, I feel like we have to war for that in this season. We have to war for our knees and our backs and whatever else ails us. We have to war for those things. And we have to get people who are willing to agree with us for that healing too. Amen. So I want to uh, move on a little bit. There's two other scriptures I want to read. One of them's going to be out of Ezekiel 33. And it's Ezekiel 33. And I think I'm going to start in verse 3. But uh, this is part of the whole watchman uh, call in this assignment of warring and, and going after and hearing the sound of God. And I was going to share a couple of prophetic words that Chris Reed out of Morningstar gave, which I'll do in a little bit. But um, in verse three, and he, it's, he's talking about the watchman. And in verse three, it says, 
when he sees the sword coming upon the land, if he blows the trumpet and warns the people, then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, and if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be on his own head. He has heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not take warning and his blood shall be on himself. But he who takes warning will save his life. So there is a trumpet sound of warning coming out that we have to be in tune to. We have to listen to what God is saying. But if the watchman sees the sword and does not blow the trumpet, then the people who are not warned and the sword comes and takes any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. And this is a pretty somber. And he, he actually says this twice within uh, the book of Ezekiel. You know, this is a pretty somber uh, admonishment to us. That we have to stay in tune with what the Lord is saying. And we have to sound the alarm when things are coming so that our brothers and sisters, even our nation, can be warned. Because if we don't, and we decide to keep it to ourselves, or just ignore it or bury it, then there's responsibility that will come on us. Because God told us, and we did nothing about it. And that's part of the sound too. You know, there's a sound of breakthrough. There's a sound of, of healing waves coming. But there is a sound of warning that is coming that we have to make sure that we let out, make sure we let be known in order that intercession can happen in order that, you know, the watchmen on the wall are able to see and, and, and declare and battle. Not all of us are called to, um, you know, there, there was a season in my life where I spent hours and hours and hours interceding, interceding for people, interceding for, you know, all different things. But for, but there was a, a shift change. And my assignment was reassigned. But I have been given that authority to release a warning. Because I know there's people that are intercessors, that are warriors, that are going to take that and run with it. I will pray for it, but it's, it's more than just me managing what God is showing me. It's me making sure that everyone knows what is happening so that they can intercede and pray. Even like praying for the generations this morning. You know, that is an assignment for the body of Christ. Regardless, we have got to battle for the generations coming up. We've got to battle. There is a war for their lives. There's, there is a war for their lives. There is a war, war, war. Um, there's a war. So we have to be able to understand God's going to give us things that we're going to need to share as a warning so people can prepare in order not to be taken out by what is occurring. Yeah, that's good. That is good. That is good. Uh, one of the things that Chris Reed shared, and I am actually going to send out, he, he shared, Chris Reed is of Morningstar, and we've talked about that, but he shared 15 things for 2022 and beyond that we need to start praying into. And I'm going to send it out to everybody uh, so that they'll have it can be prayed out of. But one of them was, and he is not the only one who said this. So, And uh, let me just say, there are, um, prophets that are called to the nation and the world 
that have a proven track record so that when you hear what they say, you can uh, have a level of confidence that they've heard from the Lord. But with that said, we must also pray. They are not our God. They hear from God just like we do. So we have to pray and press in and see what peace we get with it. Because there have been things I've heard from uh, national or world prophets that I've been like, it just didn't check right with me. It doesn't mean they were wrong. It just meant I didn't feel like I could align with that word. So uh, him and I believe it was Chuck Pierce also said, I saw another worldwide virus uh, breakout. Uh, like a flu or a swine flu uh, in the form of headlines. So that is something that we can pray, that we can take authority over. Just because he saw it doesn't mean that we can't prevent it. We can't circumvent it. We can't stop it. We can't shorten its time. You know, like I said, the enemy is sending whatever battle form he can send. And we're, we, you know, we're not out like the Israelites and we're not out fighting the Philistines, you know, hand-to-hand combat. This is a spiritual war that they're trying to take us physically out. So that, that's something that we could definitely pray for. Um, the other thing that he said is he saw uh, that there would be another public mass shooting. It will be high, uh, high profile, well-known person who could be killed in the shooting. He says, so I ask you to join me in prayer against it. And if we can't stop it, pray to minimize the damage. Well, I always go for, we can stop it. I mean, you know, that, that is our goal is we're agreeing with God. We know that he has a plan on this and we are rising up to stop the enemy's attack. And, and God will, God will meet us there in that. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to send this out because I want everybody to look through, find the items that they feel like God is putting an anointing on for them to pray for. Cause we're going to agree that the good will rise. The evil will fall. We're going to agree that what has been, and we, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, Chuck Pierce gave a word about the COVID virus in 2019 in the fall, but somehow it just didn't get picked up for us to pray and battle through. I'm sure there, there were people who did, but you know, I didn't hear it till it came out in 2020 till, and then he was like, oh yeah, they replayed the word. Somehow we've got to get our collective uh, intel that's being released from prophetic voices and, and put it together so we can pray and agree and intercept what the enemy has set against us. Um, and then, like I said, there's 15 of them. Like I will send them your way, but there is one about uh, our state, Florida. And if you're not for the state of, if you're not from the state of Florida, you know, just pray into your state. You know, one of the things we pray is God heal them, save them or move them on. You know, we, everybody needs the opportunity to meet Jesus Christ. So we're praying that every government leader, every uh, county official, every teacher, every educator, everybody gets saved. But in a specific instance, if we need a holy person of God there and they're not there, heal them, save them or move them on. Let's bring somebody else in. But he said, I saw another person rise to greatness in America. 
um, I cannot say he will be at the top of the ticket, but we need to pray for Governor Ron DeSantis. He is popular right now, but God has marked his life to be a younger version of an American first, freedom loving political leader. So, so we have to keep praying for our governor, pray for his protection, pray, you know, the anointing and the calling that God has put will, will not get any traction of the enemy against him or his wife. I know that she is now cancer free. Uh, so we're celebrating that, but, but these type of things are part of our battle cry. This is part of the sound that God has given us. He's empowered us to break the stronghold of the enemy. And that is where we're moving in now. You know, we went through, uh, we've gone through different seasons in the body of Christ, but right now we're in war. But our war looks different than it did 20 years ago. Our war is through spiritual intelligence, through God downloading stuff to us, answers, solutions to us, so we can uh, actually have the answer when we're faced with it. it. It's through intercession. It's through, you know, we win the battles in the heavenly realm. We're up there in the heavenly realm. That's what the word says, that we've been seated in heavenly places. That's where we battle with. We battle with the the, the strongest power in, in, every, in all the world, all the universe, God. You know, he's beside us. He is warring with us. He's instructing us how to pray, how to declare, what to do. And then we sound the alarm of what is coming out so that everyone will be aware that they need to put up their battle shields. They need to start interceding for their family. They need to do whatever they need to do. They need to declare light in their office when they go in every day. The, the light of Christ lives here. The atmosphere is shifted. There will be no darkness that will be able to operate while I'm here today because I carry the light and there's other light bearers with me. We have to be active. We can't watch. We have to move. We have to come together and then we're going to go out and do what God's called us to do because we're completely empowered, equipped to do those things. And um, I was thinking about, and we're not going to read all this, but I was thinking about Nehemiah when they were building the wall. And it talked about how their own people were against them. And so they're all with their, they've got their uh, digging things and then they've got their swords. But one thing it does say in there is they were, they had built half the wall. And of course the enemy has said they're going to come in and kill them. And it says we're far apart because the extent of the wall. But when the trumpets sound, we move in together. When the trumpet sounds, no matter what the distance is, we move in together in the spirit and take over the enemy's plan to destroy us. We move together. And of course, Nehemiah built the wall in 52 days, which they had been trying to build for 70 years. 52 days. And that's the other sign. Everything is fast moving. We're not waiting forever. God's like, God's like get up, let's go. Let's get her done. Jean's wife says, uh, she's from Peru, and she said when she was growing up, her mom always says, uh, get up and get going. Get up and get going. Don't let anything bog you down. Just get up and get going. And I'll never forget that. So every time I think of, you know, something, I'm like, oh, get up and get going. You know, it's just, and that's what God's saying. Get up and get going. 
awake, arise, take your position. There'll be times when we'll worship and roll in the glory of God together. And then there's times where the trumpets sound and we're going out and defeating the enemy because God has come beside us to do it. Amen. 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 Okay, let's pray. Whew. Get ready for war. Oh, Chuck has an announcement. He didn't get them all in. Okay. Yeah, so let's stand up and we're just going to pray. We're going to uh, just receive that impartation of clarity and sound. Lord, we, I just release that over us that we will be able to hear that sound barrier break, that heavenly sonic boom in what you're doing. And Lord, that those trumpet sounds will be clear of when we are together and when we are to go out to go to war. And Lord, your word says that when we go, when we sound the trumpet, that you arise to go with us. That you arise to go with us. And we know that there is an angelic army surrounding us. Amen. So we have everything we need. All authority, all power. We have the very uh, presence of you going with us. We have your angelic forces around us and we have a body that is full of life that is fully awake to the mission ahead of us so god we just thank you for opening up our eyes to the signs of what you're doing and showing us how to step in to these signs of war and we will be victorious we will win we will have uh, victory over what the enemy has set again against us, Lord, because God is with us. You are with us. So, Lord, I just thank you and especially pray for our families and our children and our children's children to just be fully alive and immersed in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.